Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. I've been working my way through all the season previews before the launch of the NRL season on Thursday. I'm recording this on a Saturday, we're only five days away, I'm really excited. I'm into my top eight from last year, covering all these teams and where I think they're going to finish in 2023. If you haven't, go back and check out all those season previews I've covered Teams like the Dragons, the Manly Seagulls, the Titans, the Raiders, the new team, the Dolphins. So check those all out. They're available wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast, or it be Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast. Make sure you check out next Tuesday night. My Round 1 prediction show will be dropping with all the previews for the first round of the NRL Telstra Premiership. And please remember to follow Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to stay notified of all the latest updates. For the show. Alright, today I'm going to be covering the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They finished 7th on the end of regular season ladder last year before going to a 5th consecutive preliminary final. But, you know, ultimately the result was the same. No premiership. And before I start this preview, before I get into it, I just want to acknowledge that I am a South Sydney supporter. Sorry if that offends anyone. Sorry if anyone doesn't like that. But uh, I'll always try to be unbiased on this show. And if I am being biased, I'll be very clear that I'm being biased. Like, when it comes to the Fongadals games, it's hard to tip against CF Sydney for me. But, you know, I do tip against some regular season. And when I get to the finals, I have other guests on. And I mentioned my tip is biased. And I give you the, you know, the pros and cons for each team. But, um, you know, the Rabbitohs are my team. They always have been. And... I'm really um, positive and, and looking forward to the start of the season because I think that, as I mentioned, back end of 2022, the Rabbitohs were on fire. Um, I liked settled teams, and there's no doubt about it, the Rabbitohs have a settled team. If we look back in 2022, we weren't really sure, including myself, about how South Sydney were going to go in you know 2022 after making the 2021 20, Grand Final. Wayne Bennett and Adam Reynolds departed, and uh, the future of the club after losing that grand final, we weren't sure if CS were going to go back a little bit and, and, and fall backwards a little bit. And I guess technically they didn't because they, they did because they didn't make the grand final. But um, I thought last year was a really successful year for CS. They blood some young guys. Lachlan Elias, the halfback, I mean, for him to come in and did what he did and improve throughout the course of the year, I mean, he got benched a few times. He had some games where he struggled with that, that back end of the season. To see the evolution of him as a first-grade halfback, unbelievable. And there's a lot of criticism when Adam Reynolds left the club. And I think that, you know, to see us credit that, you know, the, the, the people that made that decision might have been a little bit justified because Adam Reynolds is still a great player, but he's near the back end of his career. And I've, his contribution to see us can't be questioned. And he's still got a lot to offer the Broncos, but his body starting to wear down a little bit. Um, he's not going to be playing every game this season. And Lachlan Elias is a guy that could be with the Rabbitohs for the next 10 years. So, so much positivity there. And, you know, it was an interrupted season for CF still because while their team was very settled majority of the year, they had injuries from Cam Murray, had a few concussions, but the big one, and again, never good missing Cam Murray. And good to see him actually um, get through the World Cup unscathed. But Latrell Mitchell, when he entered the Rabbitohs team from round 17 onwards, they look like an almost different team. I mean, a few weeks prior to that at Wynn Stadium, I was there that night. They're losing 32-0 to the Dragons. The Dragons weren't exactly world beaters. They uh, 
they were sitting outside the top eight when Latrell came back, and he actually came back in round 16, and then we looked like a completely different team. Cody Walker started to find his mojo after a, a slow start. Johnson was scoring tries for Will. Campbell Graham came back from injury, and he's a key part of the Rabbitohs side. His defense in the centers and, you know, that... that threatening figure in attack it's it's not to be understated Keon Kalom Tungy had a breakout year and you know South were 12-0 up in that preliminary final against Penrith they couldn't go all the way they couldn't hang on to that 12-0 lead but I think they were probably the closest to anyone to beating Penrith last season so you know you look at their 2023 signings and we go to this year Jason Demetrio as we mentioned did a wonderful job in his first year as head coach last year the squad's pretty settled. We've only gained a couple of guys that, you know, are, are young stars with a promising future, but the, we've got all 30 spots filled in the lineup. And um, I've got to say, one of the most stable and one of the most talented 1-17s in the NRL. I think on paper, Souths are in the argument for having the best team. And we look at their predicted round one team, pretty much everyone's available apart from a couple of... Um, Key men on the bench. Don't take, don't let me take it away. They are key men. Sele, um, Havili's out long term as well, and Jed Cartwright's still injured. They've all contributed, and they will continue to contribute. But I'm still got a lot of positivity heading into the start of the season. The CF's going to need it because um, they're going to need everyone on board because this first month for the Rabbitohs is ruthless, and we'll get to that shortly as well. But they're predicted round one team: Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Johnston. You know the in line to be the greatest try scorer of all time. Partners Isaac Thompson, because Tane Milne is suspended to start the year. The centers, Campbell Graham and Isaiah Tass. Halves, Cody Walker and Lachlan Lillis in his second year, first grade. I'm very excited to see his future growth as a player. The props, Tavita Totola and Tom Burgess, who looks like he's going to be starting this year after that impact stint led season last year because Mark Nichols was, you know, he's a big loss, but uh, he, he did his job there and Tom Burgess gets a chance to start again. Damien Cook is the hooker, and we know that he's getting to the twilight of his season. He's going to be determined to have a big year this year as well. Kaloma Tungi and Arrow, they're reliable second rollers. Murray, uh, one of the best players in the world, is the lock and the captain. And on the bench, Blake Taft gets his chance to be a utility at CFs. Uh, Shakai Mitchell will be get a run in round one because of those injuries. Same with Davey Mwali, who's got a very promising future. I'm excited to see his growth as a first grader and Jacob Host as well. Outside of that 17, I mentioned the injuries have really sellay Jed Cartwright, but we've got the likes of Dean Hawkins, Daniel Fafita, Liam Knight still hurt as well, Michael Cheekham. Uh, Talis Duncan was really promising and some other young guys in those trials as well. So I think CS have so much depth. I think that um, all the positions can be covered if there is a key injury. But obviously, in my opinion, CF's ability to go that next level and win a premiership, very much uh, determined by keeping Latrell Mitchell on the field, keeping him as fit as possible, his combination with Walker, Ilias being a, a key game manager. And as I mentioned, Cookie's in the back end of his career, Damien Cook, but he's going to have to want to go out and hide these last few years. He's never won a premiership. Cam Murray will lead the forward pack, and I don't see a weakness anywhere I look in this Rabbitohs lineup, I really don't. I think that, um, I think Lershaw Mitchell's in for a pretty special year, and I think Cody Walker could be as well. And Cody Walker, he didn't react to stuff like he usually does in the course of um, the All-Star game and the trials. He kept very well-behaved, and him and Mitchell seem to be purely focused on their football and staying on the park, and I think that Seattle are going to be better for it. And I think that, um, you know, as these young players in the squad continue to develop. I think the impact's going to be greater, and I just think Seattle are in for a very, very big year. I think that the minor premiership 
isn't out of the question for CS. I don't know if they'll get it, but I think they're in the mix. And um, as I mentioned, that first month is in is the hardest out of any on the NRL. Look at this. They've got the Sharks, then Penrith, the Roosters, mainly in the Storm, the top five. That's a huge top five. And in that in their first 10 games, they're versing the Roosters, they're versing the Cronulla, they're versing the Storm twice, and they're versing the Premiers, the Panthers twice. It doesn't get harder than that in your first 10 weeks. But after that 10 weeks... It's a much more manageable, um, much more manageable draw. CFs have all their free buys from round 16 to round 27. That is amazing for the Rabbitohs. They're going to be fully fresh and fit for the finals. They should have no excuses. And I think if they can get through that first 10 weeks with a positive winning record, even if it's 6-4 or 7-3, they can really um, give the top four and perhaps the minor premiership a, ch- a shake. So I think that... They're one of the contenders this year. See, I think that, you know, we know they can make prelims. They made five in a row, but haven't been able to get that last hurdle in terms of a premiership. I think this could be the year for them, but I'm going to tip South Sydney to finish second this year. Um, I've talked about their strengths. I think they're being a settled squad and working on those combinations all off-season. No real injury concerns for their major players, at least. They're going to get some depth back when those key guys come back near the end of the season. I think anything's possible for the for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2023. I don't think they'll go backwards. I think this first month, they can't wait because I think it's going to be a test to see where exactly they are in terms of the, um, the premiership race. And round two versus Penrith. It hasn't got much talk yet, but... The Rabbitohs versus Penrith, they've had some classic encounters over the last few years. The Rabbitohs have been eliminated by the Panthers the last three years in a row, so there's no question they're going to be out to uh, to get a little bit of revenge and and show Penrith that um, you know they're a contender and they could be coming to stop their three in a row. So that is my prediction for South Sydney in 2023. Where do you guys think they're going to end up on the ladder? Do you think they're a premiership contender? Do you think I'm being way over the top biased? Um... I, by the way, because, you know, I'm, I'm going my regular season, I think CS will be the runners-up, yeah, is my official prediction in 2023. I hope they can go all the way and win the premiership, but my prediction for the Rabbitohs is second. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Will they make the eight? Will they miss the eight? Will they be wooden spooners? Could they be pre- uh, premiers? Let me know. Make sure you check out those other season previews. I'll see you on Tuesday night for the Round 1 Prediction Show, and I'll see you next time on Steve's and our all footy tips.